Hello, everyone out there on Facebook world and podcast world. Uh, you're listening to or watching the Service Business Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Church Blissett. Today's guest, we have uh, Michelle LaFrance, and we're going to talk about uh, personalities. Um, obviously, we have more than one personality. Uh, like a one stronger and, and if you speak with my wife she would say that i have four at least personalities maybe six or seven uh that come out <laughs> <in> different times <laughs> no i kid but uh yeah it's it is um it's really awesome i'm, I'm super excited to have you on the show today um can you tell us a little bit about yourself michelle and um kind of kind of go on your background uh, and how you got into doing what you're doing yeah yeah I would love to do that well I started my company I called myself the reluctant entrepreneur because I never really set out to be one um, but it was 9-11 that caused me to become uh, a business owner and I started a company called smarty pants web design back in the day because there really wasn't SEL so I was just designing and producing websites and then over the years, you know, obviously the, the space got more competitive. So I have a digital agency. I ended up in the HVAC industry in 2008. That's a whole nother story in and of itself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like how does anyone ever arrive in their niche? But I love that I arrived in this niche and it all had to do with the ductless heat pump. And at the time I was living in the Pacific Northwest and I could see um, that the HVAC industry has suffered not having anything really truly very exciting in terms of a product. And you look at other appliances in the house and all these appliances are, are getting so sophisticated and sexy. And here the HVAC contractors are with a box that goes in the basement or the garage. And then this, nope. this heat pump came along and it was really popular out in the Pacific Northwest. And so I learned a lot about how to market that product and I helped my clients get more leads. So I've got the digital agency. I created the Duckless directory as a way to elevate um, my HVAC contractors, uh, just knowing what the SEO algorithm is. And so I help people generate leads. But I always felt bad, Tersh, because I would get them on the map and I'd get them ranked and they'd get them right. So they were getting leads. And then I would say to them, I've done my job. You're getting the leads. I'm so happy, but you're on your own once the lead comes in. Mm. And I always thought, like, how lame? Like, I don't know, like, can I do something better than that? And so about a little over a year ago, I heard about this company called Codebreaker Technologies. And the founder of the company wrote a book called Why They Buy. And that title fascinated me because I'm like, yeah, why do they buy? Why is it that I can sometimes walk into one client and it'll be a one call close and I can go see another client and it's like not so much. And there was what I thought was a person, but then I re, uh, realized it's a personality. But I had a person that I thought, you never do business. I can walk in the room and I can smell that person, right? It's just, <laughs> it's just the way that they are. And I'm, I'm not successful with that person. And, and why? And so when I read why they buy, it reveals the four personality types. And if I leave your listeners with anything, it is everybody has a hidden set of values, right? And they're invisible to you. And when you can understand what those values are, you're in super, super good shape because those values are driving their decisions. Those values, those hidden values that people have are driving their behavior. And people are telling you in a hundred different ways who they are and what their buying behavior is. 
but to the untrained eye and the untrained ear, it's just somebody talking. And so I read the book and I'm like, I am all in. I, I have got to do something better for my clients. So now I can come to them and say, hey, I'll help you get more leads. And I can also help you close more sales. So I feel like I offer a more complete package today <laughs> than I did that, when I started out. That is really cool. I mean, it's, it's awesome that you, that you recognize that even shortcoming in the industry because it's, it's very common for us to get leads and then say, okay, well, what do I do next? And then to, I've gone to my lead sources before and had that conversation. They're like, look, I did my job. I got you the leads. It's your problem now. <laughs> yeah, it's so incomplete. And when you think about, so I've learned so much about the HVAC industry, but this applies to the roofers or anybody that's doing a home service, right? To generate a lead is no small task, right? right? And so your web development person or whatever has to make sure that you can get found on the Google map. It's only three contractors. You have to be ranking at the top of the search uh, results and then your website has got to convert, right? So some contractors spend a couple thousand dollars. Some contractors spend 20 to $30,000 if you're in a larger yeah. market mm -hmm. to generate that lead. So when you take a look at it, you can't just treat the lead it's just like that lead cost money right and here we are coming up into q4 this year you guys are in great shape because you're an essential service but it's harvest time right heating season is coming across the nation and the best thing you can do for your business is to understand how can i get my people to close more of, of, of those leads mm. and the hvac industry is so ultra competitive that it's 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 really important it's not to be taken lightly Absolutely. And it, it, the worst thing in the world is to get those leads that you've paid for and they've just gone out the window or you send someone who doesn't know what they're doing to mm -hmm. a job and you get a, a diagnostic only or you haven't done it. You didn't close anything other than the bare minimum of the, of the service call. Yes. And it's the worst thing in the world because some people would say, well, as a contractor, you're trying to make more money. But honestly, to me, it, we haven't served the client. If we haven't done any, if we just went out there and just told them, hey, this one part's wrong with the system. Like, mm -hmm. did we inspect the rest of this? Like, did we have that whole conversation and, and did we do all this? So, so to have that, uh, when I see a ticket that's just the diagnostic fee or the consultation fee of whatever it is, 89 or $69, um, it's, it's frustrating to me because I'm like, okay, how did we not add value? Like, how did we miscommunicate the value added mm -hmm. to the situation here? Um, because in, in reality, you know, we are a, a people, people company that just happens to be really experts at air conditioning and refrigeration. So we just have to make sure that we're communicating this properly. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. And with that being said, for anybody that's listening or watching, could you lay out the four personality types? So as they're listening, they're like, I think that's me. But then as they learn more, they're like, okay, well, that's kind of more me than. The yeah. Yeah. So we call it the bank code. Okay. And the B and the A and the N and the K in bank stand for something. So the B stands for that blueprint personality. And the blueprint personality likes certain things. They like, um, uh, I wonder, should I go to my slide deck right now? 
Would sure. that be yeah, yeah, if you can bring that, that up. Let me just see. Uh, oh, I've got, um, have you disabled screen sharing? That's okay, oh, I can talk about it. There, you should be able to now. Awesome. One momento here. All right, can you see my screen? Yep. Oh, this is so good. Tersh, I think what I'll do is I'm gonna fast forward through some of the background. Okay. Um, but I think it's also really, really important um, to, to, for the listeners or viewers to understand what they're missing out on and what's at stake, okay. right? And so we really know that. So I'm gonna uh, um, do a fast clip here in the beginning and then I'll get to those four personalities. Perfect. And then everyone can listen in because the important thing is to listen in and identify who you are. That's your personality. That is your communication style. And then the, what we're looking to do is bridge that gap. So I will naturally, myself, all of us will communicate in this way, but we're going to meet someone over here with a different personality and they need different things from us. So who should modify to the other? The salespeople need to modify themselves to, um, to their buyer. And we make that easier and easier to do with our training. So why they buy. So this is, uh, this is so exciting. And what um, Codebreaker Tech has, it's basically the secrets, how you can recognize the buying behavior of someone, the science, because all of this is rooted in personality science. We have a system in place to generate the leads, to under, crack the code of the lead that's coming in, um, to how to um, format your pre presentation. And we've got a solution that makes it easier and easier for anybody. And this is the value. So the expected outcome at the end of today is for everybody just uh, to be able to start recognizing people are different than you. And the biggest mistake that we make is we give the same presentation to everybody, right? <laughs> and so the way that we go about increasing our sales by 300% is recognizing that there are four distinct personalities with a completely different set of buying behavior. And so um, real quick, if we just look at that bottom line um, that says the B, that's the blueprint personality in our methodology. But if you could for a second, just imagine that that was a language. And this is a good analogy. And say, let's just say that language is English. So if you're walking around in the world and you meet somebody else that speaks English, you're going to be able to communicate effectively and be able to deliver your message to somebody that, that understands English. Mm -hmm. You're going to do pretty good. But when you look at the next bar up, that's the red bar, and that represents the action personality that has got a completely different set of values than the blueprint. And let's say, for example, that that uh, red bar is people that speak French. So if you come to them and you're speaking English and they speak French and you're trying to sell them something, something's <laughs> going to happen. They're going to get turned off. There's going to be mis the, 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 it's going to be hard you know, okay. to make that sale happen because you're just speaking different languages. So once you learn how to speak in that, um, in a way that that, that that person values, you automatically increase your closing rate by up to 100%. And then if you go to the next bar up, which is N, which stands for nurturing, and let's say that that person is speaking Korean, mm -hmm. but you're still down there speaking English, well, you need to adapt yourself to speak in their language and then you can increase your closing ratio by 200 percent and then the k is the knowledge and so this is how we really look at it you're going to start looking at people 
And even though we all look like people, we really do have a different language and the different things um, that we value. And so what we say, it's unlocking the secret to ultra high performance. And um, we like that. And one of the things that I like to say about your industry in particular, Tersh, is when we look at HVAC, and it would apply to the roofing industry, both of these industries are ultra, ultra competitive mm -hmm. in the sense that an HVAC contractor, it's not an easy business to run, right? <laughs> you have to have... It's a piece of cake. Oh, right. I have, uh, before I specialized in HVAC, I was doing other things and I started learning about your business and I'm like, that's a tough business. Yeah, you is. have to have the products, right? And then you have to have the dispatcher and you have to have the marketing and then you have to have all these legal things. I mean, oh, good Lord on the mountain. It's a tough business. And then to make matters worse, uh, it's competitive in any major market. You know, there might be thousands of HVAC contracts, oh, yeah. right? And then how do you stick out, you know, stand out from the rest of them? And then you guys work on low margins. And then also online, the bucket of keywords that you need to get found for because oh, you're heating yeah. and cooling and furnaces and heat pumps and, you know, it's, it's broken. It needs repaired. Then you, half of the guys do water heaters and <laughs> it's just like, it's insane. So it's really important to put this into perspective. And so this slide here is talking about, this is according to Salesforce, what's happening in the HVAC and contractor businesses or any business and any business has to run on quotas. And so when you take a look at this first thing, the, the question really was how many people miss their quota? So in any company, you set out every quarter and you set a goal. And it's shocking to see that 67% of the time people are missing their goal. Mm. Is that out to do X? It's like two thirds of the people aren't even hitting the goal. Yeah. And so that's costly to business. But what's even more important is you look at that second uh, circle there. This is from the buyer's point of view. You want to take a guess? How many buyers think that the salesperson that came to them was not adequately prepared? Ooh, I would say, I'd say probably 80%. Oh, you are good. What is it? Oh, 87. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like almost nine out of 10 times. Oh, yeah. This salesperson is going, that just, you didn't, mm -mm, you just missed the mark. Mm -hmm. And then the next one is how many people are turned off by your presentation? Do you want to take a stab at that? Oh, this one, I'd, I don't know. I, I'd probably say at least 75%. Okay, how can you be so good? You're a little high, but I think it's 66. Yeah, I can no, see that totally. You can? They're oh, flat, yeah. turned off. Like the sale is not going to happen. Yeah. So those are staggering numbers. And if you're in the HVAC industry where you already have a tough business, that, that's, that's, that's <laughs> really sobering. <laughs> well, and this is really important. So we all know who Robert Kiyosaki is mm -hmm. and he talks about the ability to sell is the number one. And it's not ambition. It's not passion. It's not drive. It's not any of those things. It's your ability to sell, to have the skill to recognize who's in front of you and to deliver the right message to the right person and take the angst. We were talking a little bit about that. Salespeople can tend to have an angst about it. Like they have this yeah. pressure on themselves. They spend too much time in their head. And the buyer says X and I say Y and you're preparing for objections. You're all inside of your head, right? And the dialogue's almost happening with you when what really needs to happen is if you were just to keep your attention out 
on the client that's in front of you and recognize what they are telling you in a hundred different ways. It takes the angst off of it and also increases your ability to sell to those people. So we've been told that sales is a numbers game. And like you and I were talking about earlier, it's too costly to treat it that way. Those oh, yeah. are too costly, right? The worst thing is, it's like, and a lot of people don't realize this. So if you figure that it costs $250 to get your, to get a lead in the door, but you don't close that lead, the next lead doesn't cost $250. That lead costs $500. Such a good point. And so you have to close that lead or else it turns into, you know, 750. Oh my gosh. That that's really looking at it accurately, but let's, (laughs) let's, it really is because you know, when you're running a, a company, you know, those leads do cost money. So it's not only the cost of the lead, but if you're a salesperson, isn't there some discouragement that happens? You know, like you're trying to walk something and you're trying yeah. to walk it through and you're trying to get it across the finish line and it doesn't happen. So you, you have a little bit of discouragement. But yeah, the- we've had guys that just quit offering stuff as like service experts and they're like, I just can't sell. So I quit offering anything more than the bare minimum because they couldn't get out of their own head and just offer yeah. the, the more options. Yeah. So you lose that, you lose your momentum. And then the other thing that you lose is you start looking at every potential client as a ripple effect. If you are able to win that sale with them and install your heating equipment or do the new roof, every person has got a circle of influence. And so you've missed out on that circle of influence as well. And so uh, when you really look at it accurately, missing out on a sale is really, really costly. And so our point of view is what if there was a proven way to get more yeses? Wouldn't that just be the ideal thing? That right? would be amazing. Get more yeses, <laughs> isn't it? It's so awesome. So it really comes down to sales is not a numbers game at all. It really is a people game. And what I like about this for the salespeople is it really does take the angst off of them, the anxiety um, you know, and especially in our climate, you know, with all this uncertainty, you can just take all that angst away and just know that you're going to do the best that you can. And when you start delivering and speaking the right language to the right person, you're just naturally going to increase your sales. And so with bank, we say that it is personality based. It is people focused and it's profit driven. And the other thing that I want to say, Tersh, is that um, I work with you contractors a lot. And so um, of the people stop their search at that Google map. So I have to address this for just a second. Mm. And that Google map has got a separate algorithm than your website does. And one of the factors in that algorithm is reviews. So we're talking about closing sales, but I know how hard it is to get people to give the review. Now, do people give you a review or they're going to go out of their way to give you the review if you just did what they expected or, you know, I got a furnace, da, da, da. Right. So if, if they give you, if you go there and you do the bare minimum, you can't expect to get an excellent review because you didn't do anything excellent. You did the bare minimum. So truly you should be getting a three star if all you did is went there and fixed it. If you blow their socks off, that's when they get a five star. That's when you deserve a five star. If you you just did the bare minimum, you truly only deserve a three star at the most. That's exactly right. 
And do people, so we're talking about closing sales, but getting reviews is really valuable. And when you know how to speak the language of the person and just make them ecstatically happy, what makes me ecstatically happy doesn't make another personality ecstatically happy. So we can increase the number of reviews when you speak the right language to the right person. You give them exactly what they want. People like it when you give them what they want. Mm -hmm. And they'll like, hey, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal to ask for a review or maybe they'll just go give you the review. And so that review process and the referral Referrals. So there's a lot tied up in this. All right, just some credentials here. Uh, uh, San Francisco State University did a white paper about does this methodology really work? Is bank, is it just like disc or just like this or just like anything oh, else? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We get that a lot. We're like, oh, yeah, I know all about that. Well, you really don't because most personality assessments will tell me about me and they'll tell you about you. Right. And you're going to have to take a half hour, a couple hours to take the test, pay some money, send it in, wait a couple weeks, get the results. And then you know about you. <laughs> I've never walked into a sales appointment where somebody asked, do you really even cared about my personality? Coach? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Before I do business with you, Tersh, can I please uh, reveal your personality code? It doesn't work that way. So what we do is it's reverse engineered. So Sherry Tree, our founder, um, took a look and had studied all those personality codes and she widened way, way back and said, hang on just a second. If indeed there are for four personality types, I wonder, do they make decisions differently? And Shazam, right? I mean, you would think, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So we're, all the other assessments are about psychology. You learn about you. Bank is really about how do you learn about the person that's in front of you. And it is, um, the white paper's on it, and it's, we do predict buying behavior. It's like, unlike anything else. And so we love this guy. Any fool can complicate things, and it takes a genius to simplify them. And so if we would have gone down the psychology route, you know, it would have taken forever. Um, we would have had another assessment, but Sherry Tree, not being a psychologist and being a salesperson, yeah. wanted something simple, right? Yeah. And so it is rooted in personality science. And I'm getting really close to going over the four personalities, but I find this screen so absolutely fascinating. Hippocrates is known as the father of medicine. And so in 400 BC, which is quite some time ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago. <laughs> just a, yeah, just a yeah, few. few. <laughs> <laughs> he recognized that uh, there are four of, of all the people on planet Earth. You can really take however many were back in the day, millions of people, hundreds of millions of people. We really come into one of four camps. And he called them the four temperaments. And what he recognized is that one is so different from the other that he treated them differently medically based on the personality profile. That's a smart guy. That's a smart guy. <laughs> and I find that to be absolutely astounding. And so um, we did, you know, there's other assessments. I, I, I'm always curious about that walk around the jungle there. What animal are you? There's tons. Oh, of- yeah. yeah. I have, I've, I've heard of that one. I haven't ever taken that one, I don't think. You're the lion. <laughs> Yeah, I would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Not in that way, but you're fierce and powerful. All right. So bank is the missing link. So those are our four personality types. And you notice they have a a money bag next to them because what we're doing is we're predicting biology. So where the others are psychology, this is about biology. What causes someone to say yes? What is their biology? And so bank, it's the only methodology in the world 
scientifically validated to predict buying behavior in less than 90 seconds. It's so absolutely astounding. And I'll tell you, we crack personality codes in one of four ways. And then I'm going to, next, we're going to get into the personalities. But one way, Tersh, is I don't know if you can see these, but we have these value cards. And so when we're back in person, um, I love this at networking events. I always have a set of these value cards, if you can see these. Oh, no, they're, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. There. It was hiding behind your background. I know, right? There we go. And I love these value cards because when I go to networking events and I'm, I don't like small talk. I especially, <laughs> and I repeat it 20 times in one, one event. Hey, what do you do? And so this is so nice. People will say, Hey, Michelle, what are you doing? I said, Hey, can I show you? And I'll take these cards out and I'll say, Hey, you want to take a look at these cards? And what you'll do is you'll organize them from top to bottom. Top is most important, most like you, down to least important, least like you. It'll help me get to know you better so we can be efficient with our time. Uh, that's cool. Isn't that cool? And so the are, they, are they easy to read so that you, you're like, because sometimes people get anxious at those things and they start skimming stuff. I mean, you know how networking events are, right? Yeah. I have people lined up and people think I'm a psychic. I'm <laughs> a, I'll have people lined up 10 deep and they'll go crack my code, crack my code. That's funny. <laughs> but you know, what's really good about it is it takes all the chit chat and what might have taken me weeks or months to, to learn about um, a client. Each one of these cards has got a set of values, which I'll show you in just a second. And because everybody's got a four part code, people will take these cards and they'll look at them. And if there's a tabletop, they might put them on the table and start organizing them. And then they start telling you about who they are. They go, oh, I'm a little bit of all of these. And I go, yep, you, you sure are. But one is most important to you. And then they start putting them in order and they go, yeah. And I had the CEO one time organizing the cards. He's a CEO. And he said, yeah, he said, that's totally me. But you know, other CEOs have a different personality code than me. And sometimes I don't know what to say. So he starts revealing his pain to me, right? Yeah. Where are the pain points, right? Same thing a customer will do at home. And then they organize the card in some fashion and you've just cracked their code. And I will tell you, um, in a selling situation, well, it's going to guide you. So just imagine you have an angel sitting on your shoulder going, when this person codes this way first, I need to get to the point and I need to do this. And they'll appreciate it for you. But the order of the cards will order, will pretty much determine their uh the order and how they'll come to a yes to do business. With so, uh, so really quick and, and, and jumping off the off topic, not really off topic, but maybe out of sequence. Are we actually presenting these cards to people? Yes. To our clients? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Well, so that's one way. So you can do it with the, 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 the like the size of a credit card yeah. and when you're in person and sometimes people go, Oh, I can't do that. And I go, yes, you can, because people love it. Yeah. People absolutely love um, the topic of themselves. Does it uh, ever get, does it ever get awkward where you're like, you hand it to them and you kind of have that conversation and then they start saying, you're just trying to figure out how to sell to me. I've never had that happen, but if it did, it would tell you the personality code of that person. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Well, nope. You don't have to. You don't have to do anything. I, I, I'm good. I know exactly which person you are. <laughs> right, because there's one of these personality types that is naturally skeptical, right? But um, I've never had anyone turn it down. And part of the reason being, uh, it just sounded like I gave you a set of instructions, but I actually gave you a power script. When I asked you to look at these cards 
and go through that. I spoke to every single code. That's why we have nobody because we don't know of anybody that's ever turned it down. Gotcha. You know? cool. So, and I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. So we can use the cards in person. We have a product called bank pass where you can go online and organize the cards and, um, and, that's a good way to do it. And that's one of the gifts that I'll be offering to you and your listeners is go crack your own code. Cause the important thing when we want to bridge the communication gap is what is your code? And that's going to speak to how you naturally communicate with person, you know, with other people. And then what is the code of the person that you're trying to sell to so that you can speak their same language so that you're not, what do they call that? The one trick pony where you just go out and you give the same yeah. over and over and over again. Right. Guilty. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I've been guilty and we all have been right. <laughs> and then when we learn the codes, then we learn how to go and modify our message. And so that, uh, so we have the cards, you can do it online. We have an AI tool that will crack the code in a nanosecond. That's what's up. That's amazing. And then in our training, we have a, a course called speed coding. And that's really important for any contractor that's walking into that home, because as you walk into the home, uh, the landscaping, what cars parked in the driveway, uh, how the house is, uh, that's speed coding. And you could walk into that house and look around and go, oh, I know who I'm talking to. The other nice thing about these cards, when you go on an appointment, oftentimes it's a husband and wife, right? Making a yep. decision. Okay. <laughs> One wants to say yes, and the other is just like, you know, they're, you know, like, I'm so close to getting the sale. And then someone's you're not speaking the right language, right? So when you're dealing with couples and that type of thing, multiple people at the table, knowing the code is insanely um, valuable. So I mean, how many times have you had salespeople go in or comfort specialists or whatever they're going to be called, go in and give this to a couple here. And then all of a sudden they just, they just do marriage counseling. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, it's funny you should mention that because a lot of people do use this in their marriage and a lot of people have reported that it saved their marriage, right? That you marry somebody or you're parenting children and you've got a personality code that's completely different, right? And so we do go to businesses, close more sales in less time, but people are using this in their churches and in their marriages and in the schools. Um, so it just basically comes down to understanding people, right? But if you know the code of both people at the table, um, then you're in really, really good shape to deliver the right message that both of them can agree on. And so, um, how are we doing on time? Uh, yeah, we got about 10 minutes. Oh, I'm going to fast forward. You're going to imagine <laughs> okay. that every person has got essentially is a cryptex, right? Mm -hmm. So that, you know, the Da Vinci code that you, in order to get to the Holy Grail, you had to crack this code the right way. And so from here on end, people are going to imagine that every person that you talk to has got a four part code that you need to tap into. And so the most common mistake is that you deliver the right script 25% of the time. That you deliver the wrong script 75% of the time. And that's costly to business. All right, so here we go. So let's talk about those four personalities. The first one, and you'll notice that every personality type, we give it a color, a name, and then if you look in the lower left of my screen, you'll see a box. And this is gonna just talk to you about how this person sees the world. So we give Blueprint the color blue because it is the uh, color that's used quite frequently in corporate logos. And blue is the color of credibility and trust. And this is the hallmark of this personality. They're all about loyalty, credibility, 
trust and we give it the name blueprint because uh, you work in the world of blueprints and the blueprint isn't a guess about how things go. It's a very precise document. Yep. We're going to do it this way and this way and this way. There's no wiggle room. And this is that personality. And if you look at that box in the lower left, that cube, we think of this person as thinking inside the box. So there is a way to do things. There is a methodology. They tend to not like change. And here are the values that they have. So these are the values that I was showing you on the, the little credit card thing. Mm -hmm. These are their values. They tend to like stability, structure, and systems. So when you're working with this company, um, you have to, okay, so in your case, you're a newer company. They tend to like stable companies companies that have been around for a long time. Right. But in your case, you would speak to the stability of you, that you have run many, many HVAC uh, companies and that you have been in this industry. So you would talk to your, the stability of you as an individual. And because you hold these certain beliefs in place, you, you, you know, wanted to start this company. So there's always a way, right, to do it. They like structure and systems and planning is very, very important to them. So from the time you take your first meeting with them to the time you close the sale, things have got to be pretty like you're dotting your I's, crossing your T's. They really um, like to know how things are. They like processes and predictability that when you say you're going to show up, you do show up. And this is our process. This is how we onboard a new client is very, very valuable to the blueprint personality. They also value responsibility, duty, rules, credentials are very important um, for the salespeople to have or for your company to have. Um, they really like titles and tradition. And so we were speaking earlier about you're in a place where there's a large military base. Yeah. Certain personalities get attracted to certain professions. And so chances are good that when you're dealing in that world that you um, are probably dealing with somebody that has these blueprint set of values. Yeah. And so, so you're very um, methodical with these people and you represent to them that you also are somebody that has credibility and trust and you demonstrate that to them. They tend not to like change. So you're just going to keep your word. If you're running a little late, uh, you call and let them know you're late. Timing, even like on time is late to many blueprints. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. And so at the end of the day, they're, they're trying to avoid something. So they, um, they really don't like risk. And they, they want to know that they're making a decision that's safe, that you're a safe person to do business with. And they also really like a good value. These are the people that probably are not a one call close. These are also the people, if they give you a budget, you do not go over it. Gotcha. You will blow it with them, right? And so we're in a networking world. Um, we oftentimes can see how people are and how does a blueprint greet another one? Well, lots of people use a handshake, but the blueprint handshake is um, a little more formal. And these people tend to be, we also gave them the color blue because they can be a little bit more reserved. It takes a while to get to know them. Like mm -hmm. you might, you're probably not going to ask for a referral right after you close the deal, right? You're, you're going to, you're going to get to know them and it's, um, they'll, they'll be, um, it's just a little bit more formal. Does yeah. that make sense? Okay. Yeah, clearly. All right. So our next personality is called the action personality. We give it a color, a name and a reference to the box. The color is red because this is, um, the energy level of these people, right? They tend to be real high energy. You'll see them being entrepreneurs very often. You'll see them like yourself doing more than one thing. I'm running a company and I'm doing these podcasts and I do all these <laughs> things. That's your action personality, right? They like to get things done. And they also tend to like, we give it the color red, um, 
because um, they tend to like VIP treatment. And uh, so the red is in the red carpet, you know, so if there's some way that you can make them feel special, this is where the blueprint is not usually a first call close. This personality type can be a first call close where the blueprint really likes a value. The action personality really likes to have the best and the finest. They're, they're, they're a little bit more drawn to luxury brands and they like having the best. It feels good to them. And if you look at uh, to the left of the letter there, there's the rocket coming out of the box. Okay, they think outside the box. Blueprint rules are made to be followed. Action is just like, do those rules apply to me? Who made those rules? <laughs> those, those rules <laughs> make sense, right? Oh, yeah. That one hits <laughs> close to home there. Oh, yeah, right? And so you can see how incredibly different these two personalities are and the values of the action personality. They value freedom flexibility and spontaneity so um with them you know uh typically speaking they'll buy your highest end things and they're more apt to um you know do your add-ons and stuff because they tend to like the best and they want the freedom to not have to worry about this again like i put it in i got the best of the best and i got this air filter and i got this and i'm good right yeah, yeah get it dialed in and done so that they don't, they don't want to have to come back and deal with anything again. They're going to be kind of ticked off about it. Like this person is really goal oriented. So I always liked when I recognize them, just like, what's the end game for you? What are you trying to accomplish? And they go, I want blah, blah, blah. And you go, great, great, great. So they like action and opportunity, excitement. They like attention. Uh, so if you've got a VIP club or something that um, they get extras or something like that, that's good for them. They like stimulation, competition. They like to win. Winning is really, really important to them. And they like to have fun. So you can be a little bit more lighthearted and play a game, you know, or just have a little bit more fun with them where the blueprint tends to be more formal. And you're going to kind of be like, what, what are you, they're going to be looking at you like, what are we doing playing a game? What? <laughs> <laughs> and image is super important to this personality. And when you see them out in public, their greeting is a little bit more physical. So they're more likely to high five, chest bump, hit bump. There's just, um, there's just a lot more physicality to this personality. The N is the nurturing personality, which we give it the color yellow because they tend to be warmer uh, people. They tend to be brighter in dis disposition. Nurturing is, uh, says a lot about who they are. The relationship is so important. If you do not connect with this person, you, and it's their first part of their code, and you're not authentic and real, you will not be doing business. Oh, great. Yeah, that's, that's definitely my wife. <laughs> right and their decision making process Tersh, is more about intuition how does it feel so where blueprint wants to feel safe and action wants to win and have the best this personality is like how does it feel and they want to know how real are you right and so if you look at the box they're the ones that recycle the box and so in a relation or in a selling situation that your relationship with them is very very important these people probably are the best likelihood to introduce if you knock their socks off and you're real and you care about them and their family and you're connecting with them and it's a two-way street. You're not just putting all your attention on them and connecting. You're letting them see who you are. It's really important. Mm. These people will be your best referral source, your best referral source, because they're like, oh my gosh, Tors and his crew came out and they did this, 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 and they took their booties off and they really uh, petted the dog. I mean, <laughs> but it's yeah. like to have genuine care for somebody. So they like authentic authenticity personal growth 
They like significance. They like being part of a team. So you might in a sales situation say, you know, it's not just me. Like I'm here and I want to make sure that I make the, the right fit for you and recommend the right thing. But there's a team that stands before me and I've got a customer service team and you're doing some things to let them know that there is a team there. They tend to like to be involved. Um, they care about community and charity. So if you're doing good in the world, it's really important to these people to let them know that you're doing good. And they care about mm -hmm. ethics, harmony, morality, and contributing to society, contributing to the better whole. Very, very, very important to this person. And when you see them in a greeting, that's the person that when you go to a networking event or whatever and they want, they don't want to, you go offer to shake their hand and they're giving you a hug. That's a nurture <laughs> personality, right? So that's important. And then the K is the knowledge personality. We give this the color green. It is indicative of the logo that sits on the Excel spreadsheet and is the very data-driven person. Um, logic rules the day. Nothing is going to happen with this person until it makes sense to them. Not to you, to them right? It has to become a no-brainer to them. And the little box um, in the lower left corner is these are the people that we say engineer the box. They're some of the brightest, smartest people. So you mentioned in your town there's an engineering firm or whatever. Chances are if you're talking to an engineer, they're of this personality code more yeah. than likely. And the things that they value are learning, intelligence, logic. If it does not make sense to them, it is not going to happen. They like, um, I had a knowledge personality in our, um, in our Codebreaker um, community say, leave no piece of data on, left behind, connect the dots. It's really, really important to these people. And they tend to like self-mastery technology R&D. So when you come to this appointment with this person, you're not winging it, you're not shooting from the hip, you're coming very, very prepared with your consumer reports and data that you have because they really, really like it. All right, they like science and universal truths and expertise. It's okay that you don't know as much as they do, but they need to know that you, like if they ask you something and you personally don't have the expertise that you acknowledge that that was a great question and I don't know, but I will get that to you, mm -hmm. right? And you have to come across as being very, very competent with these people. Accuracy is very, very important. These are the ones that will notice a misspelling in your proposal. Um, <laughs> they will. They'll check. <laughs> right? Um, they'll notice it. And when they're making a decision, the big picture is really important to them. So even though that they might be very, very specific, um, they're also looking at the big picture, like how does this affect the whole, but they're also looking down the road. How does this decision that I make affect me in five and 10 and 15 years? And so they're thinkers, right? And so that's really important. And this is kind of a joke, but we say, how do we recognize them, you know, when we see them in public? Um, but really, um, they are a little bit more reserved and introverted. And so the way that you might interact with them with them is not so much a handshake. It's definitely not a fist bump, but it's the transferring of data. And you'll just notice that they, um, they protect their space a little bit more than other personalities. So you would, might hand them some information. And so those are the four personalities. And why um, we think it's so important to crack the code is what order uh, they code um, defects, affects who they are. So the first part of your code is who you are. You can't help it. That's naturally you. Mm -hmm. The second part of your code is an aspect of yourself that you might like to be better at. The third part of your code is who you are under stress. Mm. Blueprint can get a little bitchy bossy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Action can become a little arrogant. 
Uh, nurturing can become a little nasty or needy. Knowledge can become a know-it-all, right? And so the fourth part of the code, we typically rule out in the selling process, but it's really important to know those first three. So okay. one of the gifts that I have for you and your audience is you can go to heysmartypants.com. You can go to the bottom of the page. You'll see that cryptex and click on it. And you can take 90 seconds. It's fast. It's fun. It's easy. Um, fill it out. And what you'll get is your bank code. And then what I will deliver, what the system will deliver to you is your personality assessment. It's a service that I pay for. It's absolutely free to you and your guests. That's your baseline of communication, right? Sweet. How are we doing? Uh, good. Okay. And so the important thing is to know that there's actually 24 bank codes. And so there they are. So the important thing there is why you want to take this knowledge to the next level is so that you can recognize there's 24 different codes. You have a 4% chance of cracking and closing the deal based on that code. We like to call them triggers and trip wires. The triggers are the things that lead to a yes. The trip wires are the things that you say and do that turn somebody off. So remember that screen for 66%? Yeah. Okay, do you think a turn off buyer is going to buy from you? Probably not. It's going to be a hard sell. No. Every single one of those personalities has something that is a turnoff to them, and they will never come and tell you about it. The salesperson will go back, and they'll go, oh, we're still thinking about it. Oh, we went another direction. I'll give you some lame excuse. But the bottom line is you turned them off, and they ruled you out, and they will never tell you about it. All right, so those are the bank cards. So we sell those for $20. I think every salesperson should have a couple sets of them for uh, when they're out in the field. And um, this is Les Brown. This is an important slide in the sense that, um, you know, a confident salesperson is a more effective salesperson. And part of what this methodology does for people is it increases their confidence, right? So if you know before you go out to see somebody what their bank code is, then you're a lot more prepared and you're a lot more confident to go and speak to that person and deliver a message to them in a way that they value. So we like to say it's not rocket science, it's personality science. I like that. That's good. And so bank is perfect really for any industry uh, no matter what you're selling, but really want to make the case uh, that it's really good for families to crack the code of your spouse and your mm -hmm. children so that you can learn to be more effective with them. And that is essentially why they buy. Sweet. So do you ever see, thank you. Do you ever see um, like uh, coaches within the business? Like your, I call them coaches, leaders within the business. Um, using it within team members and yes and and they find success with that as well yes well part of what it does is reduces the the friction amongst okay. team members team members and it also increases the appreciation so let's just say your best team is going to be somebody from each code you make the best decisions when you have someone on your team from each one of those codes, the blueprint is going to make sure that the action doesn't go do stupid things, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blueprint isn't normally the person to go do action, but the action has the ideas and coming back to the table, the knowledge and the blueprint, the nurture, right? That can just balance it all out so that your strongest teams are a well-balanced team. Yeah. Cool. I'm super excited. I'm going to have the whole team try it out and see, and see what we got, uh, going on here as far as 
how to work with each other better. So I'm excited. Yeah. And then the other thing that I like so much about Codebreaker technology is every, all of our products are so absolutely affordable. So we have got, and if we have time, I can show you the AI tool, but I also want to make sure not to leave here without um, giving an offer um, to your audience as well. For the first 10 people that contacted me, I will give them a free uh, session and a free communication assessment. So how can you use the AI tool? The AI tool will take any email, any text message, any voicemail, any PDF, any website, any anything, right? And we'll run it through our AI tool and it'll crack the code of that person in a nanosecond. How so, long does the text message have to be? The more um, information they give you, the better. Oh, okay. um, um, so if you just have a sentence or two, that's, that's not so great. But if you have at least a paragraph worth of data and somebody is communicating to you, you can run that through the AI. It cracks the code and then it tells you who's your marketing. So it's not just a sales tool. Um, what about your marketing material? Who are you addressing? Who does your marketing material speak to? Is it speaking to the blueprint? Is it speaking to the knowledge who is traditionally known as the longest sales cycle ever? Right. <laughs> So, and then, you know, in these times, you know, we do have a coaching program where we talk about, we start with the personality intelligence and that's where it all starts. Like, who are you talking to? But then how do you apply it to the sales process, right? How do you have sales intelligence? Who is the, the personality type that's most likely to do business with you, right? Who is most likely to say yes the soonest? And so when you start applying this to your marketing message, to your sales process, to the business, um, it becomes a super powerful tool. So we've got a 90, there's lots of ways for people to participate, but we do have, um, we call it the Bank IOS, and it stands for the Bank Intelligent Operating System, mm -hmm. where we go through six intelligences, and it's a 90 days, and you will come out of it uh, so much better. You will be wiser. You will be running your business more efficiently. You will be understanding people more efficiently. You'll be teached about how to use our AI. Um, so it's personality intelligence. How do you apply it to the sales process so that you have sales intelligence? And we talk about emotional intelligence, which applies to the workplace and everywhere. You know, yeah. like how can we increase our compassion for one another and be more forgiving with one another? The AI tool, we show you how to use that in your marketing and your sales and everything that you do. The business intelligence is, is the data driving the decisions. And then we wrap it up with the spiritual intelligence. I think timely in our world today, you know, sometimes we get caught up in the grind of running our business, but you know, what's our true purpose here? You know, and, and, and you know, can we do both? Can we run our businesses and have a sales and have some spiritual intelligence and be, be you know, fulfilling our, our purpose in life? And so that's the coaching program. Cool. So other than your website, how do we get in touch with you? Yes, yeah, so you can, you and I are connected on LinkedIn. So I'm Michelle LaFrance at LinkedIn. Uh, that's a really good place to find me. My, there's a contact form on HeySmartyPants.com. Just scroll to the bottom. Uh, you can crack your code and there's a form. Just shoot me an email. Um, so the first 10 people that contact me, yourself included, I'll do a, a free communications assessment Sweet. and then we can also spend some time on the phone, just showing you the tools and technology. We've got all of our training in the vault, what we call the vault. It's a, got a couple of subscriptions out there. They're all incredibly affordable. We do I wonder why you call it the vault. No, Why I'm do we call it the vault? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know the answer to that question. 
our owners came up with it. But it's seriously, it's like 50 hours of training. Um, and it's all snack size, bite size. It's like $90 a month. You get our bank pass, you get the AI tool and all of our training for $99 a month. It's like um, the blueprints. It's an insane value. Especially and if you close a deal, like you close one sale. I mean, yes, probably. I have two friends, um, both, uh, so the, the knowledge personality can be challenging. And I have two friends, one of them, um, it was Q4 last year and she called me up and she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm just ready to lose it on this guy. I have given him everything <laughs> that he could possibly want. And a bonus was on the line for her. Oh, and wow. so I said to her, I said, you're, you're, you're talking to a knowledge personality. And we say that personality can take forever. I said, but here's the deal. You're angry at him and he's just being him. So stop being angry, let it all go. And I'm telling you, he's afraid to make a decision. And she said, really? And I go, yeah, he doesn't want to make a mistake. So go back and see him tomorrow. Drop all the judgment that you have and just yeah. go talk to him. And she called me the next day. And she said, the words came out of his mouth. And I go, what words? And he just said, Susie, I'm afraid to make a mistake. Yeah. Once that was on the table, they walked through. She closed the deal. She got her bonus. And she <laughs> said, Thank you. <laughs> Right. And so this is what the training does. It just helps you navigate these scenarios. So sweet. I'm excited to check it out and uh, give you that call. I'm going to close my bonus. I have to write my bonus check to myself, I guess. But yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, and in your industry, right? It's showtime, you know? Yeah. We've got uh, September, you know, the rest of the year moving into heating site. It is showtime. So. Oh, man. I wish we had a heating season. We, it's like two weeks. So, oh, that's right. So you don't? <laughs> no. <laughs> it gets cold, but it only gets cold for like two weeks. And then uh, it gets back to the 70s until next summer. So. Okay. Hey, listen. So I am the duckless marketing guru, right? Do you do duckless? Yeah. We do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think one of the most missed opportunities is the indoor air quality, right? Yes. It really, really is. So we're out there heating, cooling. It's two units and it does one, you know, one unit does all of these things, yada, yada, yada. That target audience, you could appeal to them in many, many ways. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And hopefully without the heating season, people are still, I wonder if this is happening actually where everybody's at home, we're homeschooling, both people are working at home, we're driving each other crazy, right? Yeah. Maybe people are, uh, we see this happen a lot where they're converting garage into living space or the attic <laughs> or the basement, great duckless opportunity. It is uh, a man uh, cave or yeah. she shed. The she shed, the she shed, God, that's so awesome. But so there's a, a couple of different ways that you could go after that that audience because uh, that thing has just got so many virtues to it and many ways to it sell. It really does. And a, a personal story in our house, we, we purchased an old ranch style house. Um, on, we, we purchased the land and the ranch style house was on it and we remodeled it. And our, we had a, a central system and we installed a high efficiency cent, uh, central unit uh, because the original one was from 1983 that was in the house or the old one. And we were still having high bills and um, high electric bills, and it wasn't comfortable at the other end of the house. And so okay. we put in a, um, a 38 sear train mini split. The electric bill went down, and it was more comfortable in the house. The humidity level went down as well. So, right? Yeah, it was, it's crazy how much of a difference it made. 
Those things are so awesome. It's the best thing that ever happened to the HVAC industry. It really is. A lot of people are scared of it though because of the inverter technology and everything, but mm. really it shouldn't be. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Cool. Well, thank you for coming on the show, Michelle, and thank you for sharing everything with us and all these opportunities also. And and also, I, I um, shared a few of those links in the uh, the live chat and live stream on Facebook, think, but yeah. I'll also share them in the show notes as well. Very good. I appreciate it. I yeah. so enjoyed our time together today, Tersh. <laughs> it flew by for sure. <laughs> Didn't it? I know. I could talk even longer, but uh, we'll be in touch. And please reach out to me. I'm, I'm happy to, to help. Absolutely. And everybody that's listening or watching, thank you for, again for watching and listening to the Service Business Mastery Podcast. This podcast focused on service business owners, managers, and technicians who are considering becoming business owners themselves. Don't hesitate to reach out to either one of us. I'll connect you, uh, but also act fast if you if you hear this um you know go ahead and check and see if if she has not already had those 10 people sign up but i guess with that being said uh, be good and we'll talk again next week all right thanks so much bye-bye